It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available on iHeartRadio every morning and also on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcasts from. Well, it's a Monday morning, the 21st day for November for 2022. Hope you had a fantastic, relaxing weekend. If you were in amongst the property negotiations, I hope that went well. And talking of property, coming up next, uh, we're going to be talking with Thomas McGlynn from Sydney with the question of, is there some steadying of the market, some stability being shown around with property pricing? And is that leading to better clearance rates? And with better premium properties, can it help stabilise as opposed to properties that need work coming to market? And are people still buying lifestyle properties when it comes to premium properties? The answer is yes. And we'll also talk about off-market transactions that are likely to occur for the rest of this year. Well, as mentioned, it is the 21st. If you are celebrating your birthday today, happy birthday. You're in the company of Bjork, who is turning 56 today. And I can't believe it. Goldie Horn, the blue-eyed blonde, she is turning 76. We talk with leading property commentators with analysis, predictions, forecasts and what's trending every morning from 6.30. It's your weekday real estate breakfast with news, interviews and predictions every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. So what is happening at the moment in the upper end of the property market? Well, values we are told for higher end homes have fallen faster during the downturn than that for more affordable homes or mid-market properties. But Domain is reporting that the pace of the top-end price falls is starting to show signs of stabilising after months of weakness that has pushed Sydney's upper-end values down 13.5% from their peak and Melbourne's upper-end down 9.2%. So let's bring in this morning Thomas McGlynn, Chief Executive from Bresic Whitney, and a very good morning to you, Thomas. Welcome to the Real Estate Podcast. Thanks for having me. No, it's great to be here. You're based there in Sydney, and as I said, that there is this stabilisation that is going on at the moment. Where are you seeing that the most in Sydney? Well, I think obviously the, the clearest way to be able to, to look at things is you firstly look at the end of the market that hasn't had a, a huge amount of transactions over the course of the past six months, and that has been the upper end of the market. And data can be a great thing, but there is always a story behind data. And I think that given there hadn't been a huge amount of transactions in the luxury end of the market, that tended to show that that market had come back a lot more than, than others, but it probably wasn't reminiscent of the the actual uh, buyer demand that was there for that type of property. And we've seen a lot more real estate at the upper end transact recently, and there've been some pretty surprising results in terms of a good way. So that's probably where we're seeing the, um, the recovery being led. However, you're starting to see stabilization across all price points. And, anywhere from, you know, studio and one-bedroom apartments, which are very popular at the moment amongst investors, simply because the rental market's so strong, all the way up to your luxury, luxury family homes. So we're starting to see some green shoots across all ends of the market. 
Yeah, okay. And the prices steadying. Now, that is going to lead to better clearance rate and presumably across areas like the eastern suburbs, inner west, and maybe the lower north shore. Would that be a fair comment? Yeah, well, if you look at the Sydney clearance rate over the course of the past month, it has by and large been creeping up. A little bit of a blip in recent weeks. But then if you take a magnifying glass and look at the more, I guess, lifestyle markets or the more salubrious markets in Sydney, um, like the ones that we just mentioned, the clearance rates have, have been increasing really, really steadily over the course of probably the last month and a half. I think that the one thing you got to look at is that Year on year in October, there was 40% less auctions conducted in Sydney. And that just shows that there there isn't a huge amount of property actually coming to market compared to last year. And we still are seeing strong buyer demand. So that in combination, I think, has really meant that the clearance rates are starting to rise. And the real estate, of course, it is a results-driven market. And often when more quality properties are listed, you can see those better results, which is really what you're saying. It's all about those better quality properties in those areas coming to market. And I wonder if we can pivot now to having a look at premium properties. A lot of these owners of these premium properties perhaps might be holding off until after the Christmas New Year period and then bring their properties into 2023. So I just wonder the lay of the land, Thomas, if we project to February, March, April of next year, we could really see quite a marked difference. So you're right, we're we're most likely going to see those owners hold off looking to sell and come to market until generally around the the Australia Day public holiday, uh, which then puts us into February and March. However, I I wouldn't discount off-market transactions occurring throughout the back end of of this year, so the back end of November and the start of December, because as we've just talked about, there is renewed interest to transact. There are sellers of quality property wanting to sell. They might not be coming to market in a physical sense this year, but they might be still open to to sell. So you might see some off-market transactions heading into the back end of this year. And then I do believe that if we do start start to see some, you know, some of the properties that I guess the market would deem as being A-grade in terms of the, the top quality properties coming to market. I, I really do think that there is a, a pent-up buy demand for those properties and people are still shopping with lifestyle in mind and that's a, that's a big thing that's occurred off the back of COVID is that people value the space that they live in above anything else and they're willing to pay for it. So properties that, that have great lifestyle qualities and they're going to perform quite well. And I I think that's going to happen next year. And right now, do you think that we're starting to see a little bit of a turning point, dare I say it, the turning point in the cycle? Or is it still just maybe a little bit too early to call that? Well, I think that a lot of people were hesitant to be able to, to transact while the the interest rate environment was so unstable and you know a lot of people are now predicting that we are at the back end of the 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 lifting of interest rates and at the back end of this current cycle of of increasing interest rates i think that gives a lot of people confidence i think it's probably a little bit too early to tell but as i said earlier there are some green shoots starting to appear there are some positive things like the clearance rate like the amount of um, transactions that have been occurring in the market over the past four to five weeks there are some things that show that you know we should be 
positively thinking about the market. So we're not out of the woods yet, but it does look like we're, we're starting to get to the end of this cycle. And the biggest falls, of course, they have come from Sydney, which you kind of expect, but buyers. Now, they will still, some of them, be holding off, waiting for more price reductions. The problem with that is that you never really know when the bottom of the market hits the lowest point. So is now the good time to buy? I really think it is. And you only have to look back into the past to try and read what could happen into the future. And the Sydney marketplace has the ability to to turn very, very quickly, both up and down. And that is the main difference compared to the rest of Australia that does take quite a while to turn in either direction. And that's why we saw prices come back quite rapidly because you know the city marketplace has been known for that. Uh, you look at the last couple of periods where we've had uncertainty, the banking rule commission, the global financial crisis, people that were waiting for the bottom of the market actually missed the mark. And the only time you know the market's on the way back up, it's too late. So I would be saying that the, the last three months and probably the next three months are the best time to be buying. And I truly do believe that the Sydney marketplace is one of those unique markets that when things do become a little bit unstable, you want to be buying real estate because you're going to see more benefit out of doing that than, than negatives. How busy are you at the moment? Because here we are trucking through November, (laughs) nearly into December. Pretty busy time for you? Yeah, so we're mid-November and I think that the next month is probably going to be the best selling period that we've had all year. I know for us as a company, our November figures are probably going to be the strongest of the year. Yeah, that's pleasing for us. And again, I think that's another sign that if we're looking at the Sydney marketplace in isolation, that we're starting to come to the the back end of this period that has been unstable. And I think buyers are now ready to transact. Sellers are now ready to realise what the new reality is in terms of prices. We've got a stable market ahead of us next year in 2023. All right. Well, good on you, Thomas. Thank you for coming on to the Real Estate Breakfast this morning. I will let you head off into the sunset of more of your property negotiations and real estate transactions. Perfect. Thanks for having me. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.